are live from Melbourne, Australia. From Melbourne, Australia. Bringing you the Performance Hub podcast. Strap yourself in as we explore the world of human performance. No BS. No hidden agenda, just real-world applicable information to help you optimize your human performance. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Coach Max and Carl. Alrighty, we are live. How good was that intro? Mate, that's some of our best work. I know, it's amazing what you can do on five of these days. <laughs> I love the, uh, the accent as well, the American accent, that just makes it... Carl. 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 How are we today? Good, mate. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very excited. Me too. This is, this is big. This is huge because we've probably been talking about wanting to do this for a while, probably before we even considered opening a gym. Yeah, we had podcast, uh, <laughs> online coaching service and gym in the works for three plus years. Yeah. We just chose to do it in reverse order. Yeah, correct. And open a gym during the pandemic, which we'll, we'll obviously discuss in yeah. this episode. <laughs> genius, genius <laughs> business move. Um, all right, let's let's kick things off with the top. I think um, we probably need to go through the the boring basics. Yes, yep. Who we are. Yep. Um, so why don't you give the listeners maybe a bit of a sixty second bio on yourself? Yeah. So obviously I'm Coach Carl, and uh, my background is strength and conditioning. Uh, I've worked probably with I guess youth athletes, um, and uh, previously obviously just done like a lot of coaches would have done you know internships mentorships all that sort of stuff um worked for a private facility with yourself um and then got to a point where we uh had a great idea and we thought we'd pull the trigger so pretty stock standard went to university do all that sort of stuff um i guess my drive to want to work with people was probably more so when i sort of had injury setbacks and all that sort of stuff that sort of got me really interested in you know human performance i guess yeah, perfect. I think, yeah, I can definitely relate to a lot of that. <laughs> obviously, my story is very similar. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I'm obviously Coach Max, for those of you who don't know. Um, the good looking one. <laughs> the tall one. <laughs> we'll go with tall. Um, no, so same, grew up playing sports, spent a lot of time yep. getting injured, spent a lot of time doing rehab um, and got pretty passionate about that. Yep. Um, I think I didn't really consider this as a career for ages. Like I still say, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but it was more, I'd start like, I started three different degrees at university. Um, I started sport management, like commerce degree, awful idea, then psychology, <laughs> and then finally just settled down. Like this is the only thing I really enjoyed doing. Yeah. So I went hard on this, obviously strength and conditioning, ex-phys background as well. Uh, worked with some sports clubs, went private, met yourself. Yep. And then a few years down the track, here we are in our own private facility, which I guess is a nice lead-in into yes. what the facility is. Performance Hub. Well, I guess if we, in a nutshell... Yeah, um, sure. Give it to us in a nutshell. I'll give it a nutshell. So, I guess the Performance Hub is a elite training facility. We'll go with elite. In the, obviously, private sector. And everything we do is around that idea of optimizing human performance. So, that is our mantra. Um, you know, and, and I guess from a integrate and holistic approach we want to make sure that uh everything we do is working towards that specific goal yeah nice and like obviously within that there's so many buzzwords we're like optimizing yeah, holistic integrating. it all means the same thing yeah we're throwing so many uh clickbait terms out there um but i guess like if we had to sum up like what that means is 
optimizing human performance it's like we're trying to cover all the facets yes of like what goes into performance yeah um, and how we define that so it's not simply you know coming in and lifting weights it's yes the training understanding training process how we can get better results that way understanding our recovery processes yep. understanding like our mindset and our goals goal setting um, and then also if there are like injury rehab concerns as well Definitely. we can um, cater to that as well yeah and i mean there's so many different components so many pieces of the puzzle that come together to make the you know the whole picture if you like but and there's going to be many forms so for us it's like you know if a person comes in and they've had chronic pain they want to get rid of chronic pain well performance for them is just being able to do the things they want to do day to day and have longevity whereas if we you know an athlete wanting to take their performance to the next level um yes the programming and everything's going to look slightly different but the principles and, and everything are going to be governed the same way yeah exactly and i think like what we realized early on what we had in common was like that idea of the principles and the systems yes um yep. you know and having i guess a clear set way of how we want to go about like achieving those outcomes for people yeah and like as you say the outcome and the goal might be different. Um, a lot of the time, they're quite similar, but a lot of they surely can be different. Yes. But kind of the steps that we're going to take, a lot of the time, they're quite similar. The same. Yeah. And I think as well, everyone's going to have their own specific goal. But if you get to the core of what that goal, and you sort of pack it a little bit, well, it's just wanting to be a better version of themselves. Correct. Correct. And I think like we talked about this the other week, where it's like you know. Um, any of these business courses where they like map out your ideal client. It's yep. like, well, our ideal client is literally anybody who wants to improve. So yep. it's like, you know, we could say like high achievers in any area. So yep. like, yes, we do athletic development. So like that's yep. your obvious kind of answer. But then also like if it's someone who works in the corporate sector, great. We can work with you. You want to yep. have more energy. You know, you want to be able to perform hard um, better in that environment. You want to deal with stress better. We yep. can do that. Someone who does a physical job and want yep. to get more out of themselves there. Someone who is a parent and just wants to be, you know, in better physical and also mental shape, like as a parent, yeah, of course. we can cater that as well. So yep. it's like, there's not just like one clear cut definition of like, you know, this is performance. No, no. And that's the beauty of optimizing human performance. Yeah. It constantly evolving. Correct. Yeah, correct. All right. So one thing that we want to uh, include in every episode, so obviously we want to be bringing you uh, the best information to optimize performance. Uh, but we also want to have a little bit of fun uh, yeah, in the process. To be, to be too dry, that's it. So I've got our all questions here. So uh, Carl's going to start just asking me a list of rapid fire questions and then I'll return the favor. Same questions. Just want to see, you know, this is just going to cut to the core of who somebody is really. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is like, you know, it's whatever comes to your head first. So don't overthink it. When we get guests on, we want, we're going to do the exact same questions as well. We'll run for a, a bit of time and then we can change them up and we just get to know them a little bit more, the real person behind uh, the coaching persona. So, all right, here we go. Pancakes or crepes? Pancakes. Squats or deadlifts? Deadlifts. Chinese or Thai takeaway? Thai. Ooh. Fold, scrunch or combination of both? Uh, combination of both. Okay, I'm going to stop the clock there. And that's in relation to toilet paper. Yes. Um... So talk me through that combination of both. 
Yeah, what, what's your thought process behind that? Uh, well, it's probably just born out of a bit of a laziness. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you remove the toilet paper yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, I'll fold. But then I just get a little bit frustrated. So it's kind of like a semi-folded crunch by the end. So it's anger. It's like efficiency to start and then it's like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> get it done. All right, beautiful. I like it. All right, clock's back on. Beer or wine? Ooh, this is actually a really tough one. I, I do love a beer, so I'll go beer. Yeah, perfect. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs, that was easy. There was no hesitation. And that's it. That's rapid fire. 60 Fantastic. seconds. Well done. Fantastic. Uh, we will return the fire, you guys. Same questions over to Coach Carl. Uh, pancakes or crepes? Pancakes all the way. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, squats or deadlifts? Deadlifts. Deadlifts, yeah. Good, good, good. Chinese or Thai takeaway? Thai takeaway. Delicious. Yeah, good, good. What's your uh, go-to? We just pour the coffee. Uh, I like a good uh, muzzaman curry. Muzzaman curry. Yeah. yeah. It has to be beef. Beef muzzaman. Yeah. Potatoes in there. Yeah. Delicious. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, clock back on. Uh, beer or wine? Beer. Yeah. yeah. Hard, hard one though. Do you have a go to? I'm not a big fan of the goat. The goat. Can't go past the goat. Yeah, the mountain goat's good. Maybe yeah. if uh, anybody from Mountain Goat <laughs> is listening to the podcast, we will accept sponsorship <laughs> offers. Uh, toilet paper. Fold, scrunch or combination? I'm a scrunch. Scrunch, not even a, don't even attempt the fold. No, I won't attempt the fold. I'll just get the old hand. I mean, it's it's probably a neat scrunch. Yeah. Where I just sort of wrap it and then well, I'm locked in. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, finally, cats or dogs? Dogs. Yeah. Good, Easy. Good. Well, then, hopefully, uh, you guys all have a better idea of who we are, not just as coaches, uh, but <laughs> as people now, as people, cutting to the core. Alrighty, team. So our topic for today, which we thought was a really good lead-in topic with episode one, uh, is going to be the idea of context with information. So one of the things we really want to do with this podcast is bring out some correct uh, information, applicable information uh, in an easy to understand and easy to apply kind of format. But the biggest thing uh, that we need to kind of navigate through, especially in the fitness industry, mm. is um, context. So one thing that you probably need to always remember is context matters. So there is no one size fits all. There are some rules we need to abide by. But the last thing we want to be doing is just taking everything at face value and thinking in this black and white terminology all the time. There's a big gray area at play. Mm. And, you know, sometimes it's not a case of right or wrong. It's a case of what's the best option for that person. And then even to go further than that, what's the best option for that person at that point in time? And that's really what we're chasing in terms of that optimizing performance. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, as much as social media is a fantastic platform, correct, it can be a hindrance of that because we lose sight of the context all the time. 100%. And then, unfortunately... Um, you'll get some individuals who will not appreciate this gray and will slam, you know, especially young coaches who are trying to, you know, make their way in the field um, and then put them down in a way that, you know, if they don't understand the contents behind, or the context, sorry, I should say, behind what the actual end outcome and desired result of that uh, exercise or drill, then it's, you know, it's really irrelevant, really. Yeah, correct. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like social media, it's 2020 now. Yeah. It's the way of the world. Um, it's not going to go away. But we just want to be careful about it. If that's where we're getting information from, yes. 
because it's on the social media, it needs to be kind of jazzed up and made a little bit sexy to get any attention. attention yeah. So what someone's posting, you know, if you had an in-depth conversation with them, I'm sure they wouldn't say it in the same fashion. You know, no. they, they wouldn't be talking to their clients that way. They wouldn't be making the same recommendations. Correct. But, you know, nobody really wants to click on a post and think like, oh, it really depends what your situation is, but <laughs> here's a, probably a pretty good way to go about starting a yep. new diet. What they want to hear is like the five best foods for fat loss. And Correct. It's, it's not know. sexy. It depends is the probably the best answer in the fitness industry, but it doesn't sell. It doesn't, doesn't sell. No. Yeah. So I think that's the big one. Um, so I guess we can go through a few um, principles um, yes. to cover this kind of topic and how we like to go about it. Yep. So I think for us, you know, we said at the start, the idea of um, principles and yep. then building systems based on those principles, yep. which kind of how we've built our um, model here. Yes. So within that, Doc, there are some hard and fast rules yep. that we use. Um, but within that, there's a lot of flexibility, you know. And I think if we had to provide an example, we could talk about um, exercises because we were talking yep. about today. So yep. do you want to go over that a little bit? Yeah, well, I guess exercise selection um, is an important training variable that you know we can manipulate and, and all that sort of stuff and progress over time. I think it's important to have whatever the baseline exercise is, is you want to have a, I guess, long-term progression um, that you can essentially take a, a client or whoever it is, an athlete, a general pop person on a journey um, and they can build that competency over time. But there's, like you said, I think you touched on it saying that um, you know, at a certain point, depending on the person's, I guess, level and training age and whatnot, um, and, and certain other factors, you know, injuries and history and all that sort of stuff, is going to determine what the best exercise is going to be for that point. Um, so, you know, we want to make sure that we're doing so, you know, no harm sort of risk reward sort of thing. We're, we're tipping that in the right uh, direction, but also we're chasing the outcome that we're after. Um, so, you know, one person choosing a pattern for them, completely, completely different to the other person, but it's the same movement pattern. It's just a different exercise within that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, um, that's something that comes like this kind of, I guess the way that we're speaking yep. comes with a little bit of experience as well. I think, you know, you, I've certainly been guilty of this before thinking that like there's one best way to do it. Yes. So then you end up making all of your clients doing do something. That, 100%. So I'd yeah, like yeah. to apologize now yeah. <laughs> to any of my no, clients so from 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's certainly true. Like you get, I think it's that old kind of story. Like you finish um, university and you think you know everything or you finish a short mm. course and you think, oh, this is now the answer. Yeah. And you yeah. start doing that everything, doing yes. that everywhere. Um, and what you start to learn is over time, well, what's this person's goal? What yep. are their capabilities and what's the best option for them? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, if we use an example of an exercise, like rather than exercise, actually, of like a movement pattern, pattern. which yep. is what we're talking about. So if we talk about a squat, like there's a big yep. one, you know, the king of the lifts. Yes. Um, also, they say, so within that, you know, people would automatically think of, a barbell back squat. Yep. As putting a barbell back, squatting down. It's a fantastic exercise under the right circumstances. Yep. If somebody can't, for whatever reason, yep. um, you know, perform a rep through a full range of motion, um, keeping, you know, a strong position, yep. well, then it's not the right exercise for them. No. Um, and that's where, you know, perhaps a, a front squat or a goblet squat or elevating the heels. Um, and people see this as like, you know, again, Instagram cheating, yeah, like cheating <laughs> reps and things like yeah. that. And it's like, if anything, 
it's allowing somebody to achieve a greater range of motion yep. with better positioning. So it's probably, in fact, it's ticking a lot of boxes. Making the exercise harder. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, and they're going to get a better outcome out of it. Yep. You know, for us, if we remove the stigma and we're truly, you know, thinking in our mm-hmm. terms, like optimizing human performance, well, yeah, it's going to be picking what works best for that person. Yeah, 100%. It's like we're not, um, you know, structuring around wanting to achieve a certain exercise we're trying to okay let's train a movement pattern and choose the most suitable movement pattern or exercise within that movement pattern for that given individual um and i think that's the importance of assessing the individual to start okay what is their current movement capacity do they have any limitations um you know if structurally the hip anatomy doesn't allow them to squat to depth and me asking a a member and client being to squat to depth and they're in pain well i'm probably doing more harm than i am doing good in the long term so there is a lot of things that come into play. Yeah, correct. And I think as well, if we take a step back and we look at the bigger picture sometimes, it's like, is this person's goal to barbell back squat? No. Very rarely. I've had very few clients come through. Like some of them, you know, if they have a sport goal, like they might be like powerlifting or something yeah. like that. Okay, that's a bit different. But for everybody else, it's like, is your goal to barbell back squat? It's like, no, my goal is to be like healthy and fit or I want to grow my glutes or my quads or yeah. I want to jump you know, higher or something like that. None of those things definitively state that you need to do a barbell back. No, we're simply trying to chase this adaptation. (laughs) Exactly. So it's like, you know, and the thing I like to kind of say to people sometimes, it's like your muscle fibers don't know what type of exercise you're doing. No. So it's like, you know, I want to grow my glutes. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Do do you reckon the fibers of your glutes know whether you're doing a barbell (laughs) back squat or a front squat or a hip thrust or a lunge? No. No, like they recognize that they're under stress. Yeah. And over time, oh well, to deal with this stress, we increase the size. Yeah, correct. Like that's literally all that happens like in terms of like the physiology. Yeah. But I think sometimes we can lose sight of that. Yeah. And I suppose that's a whole podcast on its own, us delving into the whole training process. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, the whole principle and which one is a big one is ours obviously progressive overload yep. um, and looking to increase the stimulus over time but like you said the muscles don't know what you know they know what position you're putting them in because they're going to be activated in that position Correct. but they don't know what exercise you're using no no, no. so I think that's a big one um, for us like making sure and you know we're using exercise selection here as the example yep. um, but it applies to many things like you could pull um, like a nutritional analogy like just because something works well for someone doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it works well for someone else. Yeah. We're guilty of, again, seeing that Instagram, like, oh, this person doesn't eat breakfast. So if I don't eat breakfast, it's going to be great. So, or maybe, yeah, maybe correct. not. They might be an outlier. Like yeah, correct. we can't compare ourselves to a potential genetic freak. And yes. unfortunately, they might be an outlier. But it even, like, this is a bit of a quick, we could argue that exercise selection is maybe the least important variable. I would, yeah, I would definitely agree. I think like if we do another episode on that training process, it's like all we're trying to do is increase the amount of physical stress we put someone under. It's like, it doesn't really matter um, what you choose to do so. Yeah. I mean, there's better ways to do it, more optimal ways. Correct. Yes. But I mean, inside of it, it's like, you know, if I took someone and did like, oh, we're going to do front squats for the next five years and someone else can do back squats for the next five years. Five years time, we will look at those person and we put through every test under the sun. If they did it, everything else the same. I mean, there's going to be a negligible difference. <laughs> no, correct, one hundred percent. And like, yeah, we talk about risk. I'm not getting bloody grand to uh, who's had a fused disc to do a heavy back squat, am I? No, there's probably better ways to achieve that outcome. Correct, <laughs> correct. 
Alrighty team, so that covers our serious part of the podcast yeah. around um, you know a bit of context and things. We thought it would be um, a bit amiss if we didn't acknowledge uh, the current situation. The elephant in the room. The elephant <laughs> in the room, so to speak, which is uh, the COVID pandemic. And the question we get quite a lot is like, what's it like to open a gym during COVID? <laughs> um, the short answer is we've only ever opened a gym during COVID. You have nothing to compare it to. This yeah. is all we've known. <laughs> exactly. So we, we don't really know what it would be like not to have COVID. I'm assuming better. But <laughs> yeah. It's funny because you, you get asked like, how are you guys doing? You guys, like, I feel terrible for you. And well, like everyone's obviously going and you know, going to experience some sort of difficulty. It's all, it's going to be a challenge for everyone. Um, but in hindsight, we joke about it. We're like, when we considered, we did a you know, quick SWOT analysis of, you know, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and potential threats to open a, a gym. Uh, pandemic was one that definitely didn't come up. Yeah, I mean, it was, we, we, we considered so many things. Um, funnily enough, but nobody else really told us to consider no. pandemic. Yeah, I think we've all been caught off guard. I think for us, though, like, um, it's really good, like, when people are checking in with us. Yes. Um, but for us, like, we're actually doing fine, uh, probably better than fine, especially this second lockdown. Yes. Because um, I think, like, I know we, we've talked about it a bit, like, in terms of, like, your mentality with it. It's like, well, we can't control what's happening. Like, we, don't, we don't, can't control what the restrictions are. All we can do is try and, like, do our best in a given set of circumstances. I'm set. Um, and I think we're doing, doing that reasonably well at the moment. Like we're both actually taking the time to improve, like not only, um, you know, our own kind of individual knowledge, yep. but also like collectively making like the service better. So like when we are able to open yep. the doors, it's going to be like, wow, we've actually taken something. I thought we were, we had a pretty good system yep. um, previously. Not that we really got to showcase it because um, we were only really open for three weeks before we got shut down. But um, it's that's like we can't. Fun. That's not a fun story. <laughs> but, but it's like when we are able to, yeah. it's like I feel like we've gone to another level again. Like with what we're going to be able to bring to the table. Hundred percent. And you know, on the head, like you, you can't unfortunately control every situation, but you can control the way in which you react to that given situation. Correct. Yeah. Um, and it's finding those opportunities when there seemingly is none. Um, and I think that's what we've done and I'm sure there's a lot of people doing the same thing um, hence why we've now sort of had the opportunity to be able to put this together yes Where previously we probably wouldn't have had that time so um, you know there's always opportunities to find and that's something I guess we always preach to our members so it's good to finally actually practice that as well yeah exactly like we've used that um, you know visual of like the opportunity is nowhere yes. versus the opportunity is, is now, now here, here. Yes. and it's like the letters are the same. Um, How you perceive it's correct, yeah. yeah. And I think, like, you know, it's not to say that we don't have down days. Um, no, like being locked down, like, but I think um, both of us have had a good switch, like this second lockdown. It's not like you're just like watching these case numbers, being like, oh yeah. no, we're, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's like now, it's like no, actually, we're actually being really productive. Um, yeah, so we've got so many good things in the pipeline. So yeah, I think yeah. Not that, again, we don't know any different to having a gym, no. not in a pandemic. But, no, um, it'll be nice though. Oh, it'll be <laughs> nice. It's like when those doors are open, we'll be absolutely ready to launch. Yeah, yeah. Now, exciting times ahead. Um, well, I guess we'll wrap that up here. We'll yeah, I think we'll leave that there just as a bit of an intro. Um, got some great guests lined up over the next yeah. little while. Um, so what we're really, I guess, trying to do with this 
is just reach out to various experts um, in different fields. Yep. And again, it's like anybody who we feel can provide some valuable information or insight into like that whole human performance um, yep. element. So, 100%. you know, could be training, could be nutrition, could be psychology, could be anything. Um, but we've got some great people in the pipelines. Awesome. And finally, guys, um, we are the performance hub. So you are a hubsters. Yes. We'll roll with that. Okay. So um, it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. So thanks for coming along for the journey. See you next week, team. Thank you for tuning in to the Performance Hub podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to see more hub-related material, check us out and follow us on Facebook. The Performance Hub, Instagram, Performance Hub underscore Melbourne. Until next time, keep pushing the limits of human performance.